0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al Piedo ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's the Natch, and you're listening to... The Probo Show! Good morning, good people. How are you doing out there? You are listening to The Probo Show. If you're listening live, it's 8.30 Central European Time, 2.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2.30 p.m. for our friends in Hong Kong and the Philippines. How are you doing out there, folks? Oh, my God. What a good show we've got prepared for you today. I thoroughly tortured the elves this morning, and they gave me this. First of all, I asked 100 humans to name the most important thing a couple has to pick out for a wedding. Lo más importante que una pareja debe elegir para su boda. Divorce lawyers. Right, Natch? Right. Divorce, lawyers. <laughs> um in complete the news, we are going to see what um, what is breaking Newton's third law of motion. Um, that every action... I, it's, people told me in the chat the translation to this. Can you remember what it was, Natch? How do you say it in Spanish? Cada acción tiene una reacción en sentido opuesto. Yeah, more or less. If, not, if Newton was Spanish, that's how he would have said it. Yeah, no, i was see. <laughs> but every action has an equal or opposite reaction, and more if we have time. Uh, today's unpopular opinion, a continuación in the Probo Show, is following on from yesterday's. Previously on the Probo Show, yesterday we did um, that paywalls are a good thing, and um, you voted, you voted no. So let's see what is a good thing in um, in the eyes of our audience. Today's unpopular opinion is it's preferable for companies to take and sell your data than to watch online ads. <laughs> es preferible? Would you say is it preferible? Yeah, thank you, Natch. Es preferible. Oh, thank you. I just if you wonder why I why what I'm looking at, I'm looking at Natch for him to nod and give me. That deep assurance that I feel when I have his approval. Es preferible que las empresas tomen y venden tus datos que soportar anuncios. Yeah, yeah. So let's find out what you guys actually do want. It certainly doesn't appear to be paywall, so let's find out. But that's, um, that's all that's coming up in the show, guys. Right now, I'm here, you're here, the Natch is here. Let's see what's going on in the world. First things first, my friends. First things first, Um, tonight at 6 p.m., we're doing another Probo show after dark. And you guys who listen only on the radio thinking, oh, well, I'll hear it tomorrow on the radio. No, you won't. You'll hear a repeat. No, no, no. Tonight's show is a podcast exclusive live for the audience only. So be there or be square at 6 p.m. Central European time. Um, all right, let's see what people are saying in the chat. Good morning, Eugene, Decoy, Sasha Hayes, Vero, The Bridge, Pedro. How you doing, friends? How are you doing out there? Um, let's see what they're saying. By the way, guys, if you want to join our live audience and join us tonight, it's very simple. You go to twitch.tv, twitch.tv barra forward slash professional bohemian that's Bohemio professional pero in english okay um sasha joining us from um uh, from australia how you doing from sydney i believe australia eugene from russia decoy says top of the morning to you oh channeling his inner inner irishman i love it um eugene says good morning friends good morning from sasha vero's here she says good morning beautiful warriors around the universe good morning vero (laughs) The bridge says, good morning, fob. (laughs) I've been called worse. (laughs) I've been called worse. Um, uh, Good morning to Pedro. I'm good apart from feeling a bit sick today, says Sasha. Oh, my God. Animo, Sasha. That's what we say here in Spain when we pretend to care about people's injuries. (laughs) Animo, right, Nach? What's the Spanish equivalent of hopes and prayers? You know, the typical thing you post online when someone, oh, you know, I just broke my hopes and prayers for you. I don't know. Animo. Animo, yes. (laughs) Que te mejores (laughs) pronto. (laughs) Animo. There you go. Don't need to give to charity now. (laughs) Um, No, (laughs) animo. rude, says Sasha. No, Animo. We care about you, Sasha. Um, This is rapidly becoming the best part of my sanity. Says the bridge, yeah, mine too. <laughs> and clinging on to my sanity with dear life. All right, let's look at some news, shall we, friends? We uh, previously reported on groups of parents around the United States suing um, Meta, the company, the parent company of Facebook, um, for mental, uh, for harming the mental health of kids. Well, you know, um, states, Los Estados, the states have jumped on board this suit. Now, um, 33 states, including California, are suing Meta for harming the mental health of young people. This is coming from CBS San Francisco. Um, California among 33 states suing Meta for harming the mental health of young people. Now we'll, we'll dig into a little bit of editorial commentary in a little bit. Um, California entre... It's um, en, uh, entre los 33 estados que demandan a Meta por perjudicar la salud mental de los jóvenes. What, Natch? I know. You don't even have to do it, Natch. I know. I know how good that sounded. <laughs> uh, California, along with 32 other states, has filed a lawsuit against Meta Platforms, Inc., accusing the company of knowingly harming young people's mental health through addictive features on its Instagram and Facebook platforms. The suit alleges that Meta illegally collects data on children under 13 years of age without parental consent and has consistently downplayed the negative impact of its platforms on young mental health. Wow. Despite Meta's defense emphasizing its efforts to create safe online experiences for teens, the states demand financial damages and legal measures to stop these harmful practices. The action underscores growing concerns over social media's role in exacerbating mental health issues among young people. What do you think about this, Natch? Do you agree with this? Um, yes. <laughs> I don't know yeah i mean look that she's <laughs> just like look dude 8 it's thirty in the morning man <laughs> stop coming to me <laughs> i'm not really awake until shimena's show <laughs> look okay there are two two ways to look at this uh, there's actually a third thing that we'll get into later number one how are facebook really do um, releasing measures to reduce the addictivity the addictive nature of their platforms for young people. How are they actually doing that? When the number one priority for Facebook is to make sure you stay on their platform. What are they doing? How can they possibly go against that? No, no, no. Yeah, we're we're actively encouraging people not to use our social media. I mean, it's nonsense. The entire business model of most of these um, social media platforms is wrong. You know, they're designed to keep us addicted, keeping us scrolling endlessly, endlessly. And, um, well, if you want to get into a debate about um, collecting data, we're going to do that in our um, unpopular opinion. But final um, food for thought on this news article. The final food for thought is this. So these 33 states are suing Facebook. Are these 33 states then going to pass that financially renumerate, financially um, help the young people who are on Facebook and Meta? How are they actually going to take that money if they win this case and redistribute it among the people who use Facebook and Meta? I don't know if you've noticed, and I don't know if you have the same feeling as I do. Oh my God, get your tinfoil hats on, my friends. (laughs) Ha ha! Okay. Does it not seem like we're seeing a lot of legal action, um, uh, policy decisions? Are we seeing traditional politics or political establishments fighting against um, technocracies? Um, these these massive um, uh, technological um, firms more and more every day. Are we see Are we witnessing some kind of a war between um, governance and um, and the online sphere? Is that happening? Or is it in my imagination? It could be. Look, hey, guys, an opinion. It's an opinion. Um, don't take that as news. As Grandpa Bo used to say, opinions are like buttholes, friends. Everyone has one, and they all stink, including mine. All right, let's see what people are saying. I'm clinging on to the Probo show with the skin of my teeth, says uh, the bridge. Rob, now fancy making the Natch think this early. I know, so rude. I'm already like three coffees into the into the day. Natch, how many coffees have you had today? Uh, half. Then <laughs> you're officially asleep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, hi, everybody. How are you doing, Ronnie? I will be listening in as I'm working on a cross-stitch. Nice. Um, good luck with that, Sasha. And um, and also, you know, we care about you. We care about your stomach and your well-being. So do get better soon. Uh, Vero. Ooh, Nivelathor. Yeah, that was a good translation. Half the elf. But, you know, the pronunciation was mine. All right, let's continue. Um, Okay, so um, I don't know whether you'll find this uplifting or sad. Do you know the the brand Lululemon, Natch? Have you ever heard of Lululemon? No. no? Yeah, I've learned. It's yes or no questions for Natch at this time in the morning. <laughs> Lululemon is um, a clothing manufacturer, Um a, C- a Canadian company, I believe. Um The founder of Lululemon, El Fundador de Lululemon, Is spending a hundred million dollars to try and beat the super rare disease that's destroying his muscles. El fundador de Lululemon se gasta cien millones de dólares para inventar, intentar vencer la enfermedad super rara que está destruyendo sus músculos. Yeah, Um, Chip Wilson is the man's name. Uh, The founder of Lululemon is Uh, is confronting a rare form of muscular dystrophy known as FSHD. This is coming from Business Insider. Specifically, an even rarer subtype of FSHD2. Basically, um, a a rare form of muscular dystrophy. Despite his condition, he led an active life for many years until his mobility began to deteriorate significantly. Committed to finding a cure, Wilson has dedicated $100 million to his venture and philanthropy fund, Solve FSHD, aiming to develop a cure by 2027. The fund prioritizes innovative therapies and has already invested approximately $31 million in biotech initiatives. While pursuing this goal, Wilson is also exploring various personal health treatments and holds a strong belief in the transformative power of capitalist-driven medical innovation. Let me read that for you again: a strong belief in tra- the transformative power of capitalist-driven medical innovation. Sounds good. Sounds good on the um, on the surface, right? Okay. Wow. We've got these f- philanthropists. We've got companies um, investing. In, um, uh, in the cures for diseases. But my question is, okay, and this is great, and I'm not criticizing Chip Wilson. I'm just criticizing the the final point of, um, of this news article, capitalist-driven medical innovation. At what point is finding cures more profitable than treating symptoms? Hmm right? I mean, we've heard that. I'm not going to get into any conspiracy theories or nonsense because I honestly, when it comes to the coronavirus, um, I honestly don't believe them. Again, an opinion, but, um, but you know, we're all entitled to our opinion, whether it be correct or not. You know, I think governments and, uh, and, and um, pharmaceutical companies acted as they could, the best that they could with the information they had. But maybe you're one of these people that believe in a deeper conspiracy. But one thing I will tell you, I do believe. Um, I believe that um, curing a headache is um, is less is is less profitable than treating the pain. Do you understand what I mean by that? You can take something for pain relief over and over again for for the rest of your life. But if you cure the headache. It's one shot. That's my. That's just a, yeah, again. I'm getting. I'm getting wrapped up in conspiracy theories. Natch. Take off your. Take off your. Um, <laughs> your aluminium protected head garment designed to protect you from the globalist government. <laughs> We're going to get back into some more news. Okay, next. Um, entertainment news. We haven't covered anything in entertainment for the longest while. So let's cover Matthew Vaughn. Uh, great director, um, director of the um, Apes movies. You know the new Planet of the Apes, Natch? Have you seen those? Matthew Vaughn. He also did the movie Kick-Ass um, and a few others. Matthew Vaughn has some advice for Marvel um, given to us by, um, by who was it? By the thevariety.com. Matthew Vaughn, known for directing um, comic book movies, has voiced concerns about the current state of superhero films, criticizing the over-reliance on poor visual effects and the overwhelming number of projects being produced, particularly by Marvel. Do you find yourself less um, enamored by the Marvel universe, Natch? Yes, a lot. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Do you think that's because there's too much of it or because the quality is bad? Yes, I and mean because, I don't know, Endgame was a nice ending. Yeah, yeah. Estan estirando el chicle, right? Yes. Right, Natch? <laughs> right? I've <laughs> been trying for two weeks to squeeze that in somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they seem like Endgame. Stop laughing, man. You're making me... <laughs> you're, a bad, you're a bad influence on me, Natch. At this time in the morning. Um, yeah, no, it's true, though, right? It felt like Endgame was a good ending. You know, they were producing, what, four projects a year? And it ended culminating in this big um, uh, war. Tony Stark died. The world was saved. Let's wrap it up, Marvel. Marvel. But no, Disney, you know, they need to... Oh, my God, Rob. They need, to, um, they need to keep milking that Marvel cow. And what happened? Well, the coronavirus pandemic and the lockdowns happened. And Marvel just produced a slew of TV properties. I liked WandaVision. Did you see WandaVision? Yeah, right, Natch? WandaVision. No, you didn't see it with one. Okay. Did you see Loki? No, neither. Oh, Loki's actually quite good, dude. You didn't, you'd like that one. Um one division Loki, and then a lot of lower quality TV shows the movies have been a little lower quality too so it's just been it's just been kind of like this mixed bag of you know i don't know lack of quality meets too much stuff and you feel like well what's the point if i can if i can't keep up with this material i'm going to lose the story so why bother going to see the movies let's see what happens when the marvels come out in, in cinema I'm pretty sure that no one's going to want to see it. I'm not interested in the slightest. Um, hi, everybody, says Ronnie. Um, half uh, half would explain it, says the bridge. I'm not sure what she's referring to. Some stupidity that I said before, probably. So he says um, he advocates for a less is more strategy, emphasizing quality over quantity and suggests the industry might benefit from a break from the superhero genre, to foster renewed creativity and passion. Oh my God, and Star Wars needs to do the same. Just a break. Although I did enjoy Ahsoka, to be fair. But just a break. Imagine we didn't have any superhero movies for five years, and then an Avengers movie came out. Everybody's going to the cinema to see that. Everybody. Like, Natch, are you excited for the, for the upcoming Avengers movies? Kang Dynasty, and, no, you probably don't even know about them. I only know about them because I've got a sickness for reading news. Right? I'm, I've got an illness, a little demon in my head that makes me want to read superhero nonsense. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, so there you go, guys. That's the news. Matthew Vaughn, great director, who's um, made a ton of uh, superhero properties and um, movies in the sci-fi space. Saying, "Hey, Marvel, chill out. Just, just chill out." And um, I'm inclined to agree. All right, guys, let's go on to today's unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. All right, friends, today's unpopular opinion, today's brain fat pedo-cerebral is um, it's preferable for companies to take and sell your data online rather than enduring ads, watching ads, seeing advertisements. Es preferible que las empresas tomen y venden tus datos que soportar los anuncios, macho. Demasiados. There are too many. And then on social media, they're even hidden. They look like content. My God. So I posed that question to um, the people on Instagram. They said 78%. False. No, no, no. They prefer to deal with the adverts. Than, um, than have their data stolen. This is a continuation of yesterday's point, which was about paywalls. And you all seemed quite unanimous in the fact that, no, 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 paywalls are a bad thing. We don't want to um, have information suppressed behind a paywall because we don't want to have to pay to consume information that uh, that is um, of quality. So you have two other options, my friends, as I see it. As have companies steal your data and sell it, or endure a ton of advertisements. Uh, Let's see what people are saying immediately in the chat. Rob, I enjoyed the first season of Loki, but I am completely lost in the second. Do I need to read a book to follow it? Would Einstein's theory of relativity do any good? Says Pedro. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little confusing. I'll give you that. But the quality is good. And Tom Hiddleston as Loki is always a joy. Um, the bridge says, would be would being interrupted while, while doing cross-stitch make it come out in a straight line? It would be straight stitch. I have no idea, bridge. I'm not a cross-stitch expert. Vero says, false. When you enter your data on a website, you never know what is going to be done with it. Even if it's a well-known and safe website, you should never enter personal data that could be stolen. I say this from experience, says Vero. Um, Pedro says, on the unpopular opinion, the point is they do both. Yeah, they do, it's a true story. And, I, and the fact is they steal your data so as to better target you for advertisements. But let's imagine we had a choice between the two, right? Because they do both. Let's imagine we had a choice between the two. We're trying to whittle it down to one way we can get great information and also make sure the company's providing that information can be compensated, right? Uh, Decoy says, data versus adverts, not a chance. I value my life as a recluse and my privacy too much. Plus, there are always ways to circumvent advertising. Yeah, but more and more companies are finding ways to um, circumvent the circumventions. (laughs) More and more companies are finding ways to block ad blockers, okay? Here I'm referring specifically to YouTube who um, have currently stopped their service for people using ad blockers. Hmm. It's a fascinating subject. Um, I do wanna go through the pros and cons. Obviously, I did thoroughly torture the elves this morning and they gave me some pros and cons in the pro column. If data is used instead of traditional advertising, users can enjoy uninterrupted online experience without ads cluttering websites or delaying videos. Um, When companies use customer data, they can tailor content, recommendations, and products that align closely with the user's interests and needs. The sale of user data can provide significant revenue for companies, potentially allowing them to offer content or services for free that might otherwise be behind a paywall. And finally, this model can theoretically lead to a more efficient online marketplace by understanding buyer preferences. Companies can produce goods more aligned with demand. Okay, interesting. Now in the con column, disagreeing with the point, saying, no, 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 my data is mine, show me the adverts. The selling of personal data can be seen as a significant invasion of privacy. Users often do not know who buys their information and for what purpose. Um, Next, once user data is sold, the original company has no control over the data security measures of the purchasers, potentially putting users at risk. True story. Um, Users often do not give informed consent for their extensive data collection and selling practices. Companies engaging, So yeah, um, sometimes a user isn't completely informed of how that data is being used. They present you with a mile long um, privacy policy that you have to click accept. Who has actually read those? Has anyone actually read those? Natch, have you ever read a privacy policy before clicking accept? Never. No, me neither, man. Life's too short. Next, the long-term impact and misuse data about individuals once collected and sold can be misused in numerous ways, including discriminatory pricing, targeted political manipulation, and the reinforcement of harmful biases through profile building. Here they're referring mainly, the elves are referring to um, their Cambridge Analytica scandal. Interesting point, right? Interesting point. Would you rather be on an online telemarketing kind of service where you're just blasted with ads, where sometimes you're watching more ads than content? Or would you rather companies use your data? Okay, more on that, guys. So, yeah, on Instagram, they said 78% false, but I'm not interested in what they think. I'm interested in what you, our live audience, thinks. So I'm going to post a poll in the chat and you're going to tell me. Friends, so many things you could have been doing today. So many. An infinite number of things. But instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me and the natch. And it means the world. See you soon. Hey guys, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find vods of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian, and you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at pro boh, Okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're listening to the Probo Show live at 9 a.m. Central European time. Uh, 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. for our friends in Hong Kong and the Philippines. How are you doing out there, folks? Um, For a big special hello, thank you, hug, and, you know, nibble of the ear to my podcast downloaders. Friends, very important this week that you um, find how and where to download the podcast. Because tonight at 6 p.m., there's going to be a podcast exclusive episode for tomorrow. But we're going to perform it live Tonight, 6 p.m. on this channel, if you're watching the channel on um, twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. How do you find the podcast? There's a website. You may not have heard of it. You may not have heard of it. It's called Google, right? You type in there, the, T-H-E, pro boh, P-R-O, B-O-H, and then show, S-H-O-W, <laughs> and you get a long list of places where you can access and interact with the show. Um, and I appreciate your spot. I also appreciate you, um, all the people that have started to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Crazy how many people are listening to the podcast there. Anyway, guys, so if you've just tuned in, what were we talking about? Well, quite a lot today. Um, We looked at the lawsuit where 33 states are suing Meta, not only for collecting data of children under 13 without parental consent, but for for knowingly harming the mental health of young people. Interesting stuff. Um, we uh, we saw the founder of Lululemon, who's suffering a rare, super rare disease, a rare form of muscular dystrophy. He's investing a hundred million dollars in trying to find a cure, and and that in essence is great news, right? Great news for all the other people who suffer this rare form of muscular dystrophy. But really, should um, uh, should the cures for diseases be in that only? <laughs> Why, why Why? is it philanthropists leading the charge on this, you know? Why, um, uh, why aren't government-run scientific... Uh, scientific, oh my God, I'm inventing English words. <laughs> why, aren't medical, um, uh, why aren't medical centers funded um, uh, publicly doing this kind of thing, you know? And uh, you've got to kind of worry about the private interests of privately funded medical research, right? Isn't it, um, uh, isn't it a little more profitable to um, to treat symptoms rather than cure diseases? Hmm, I don't know. Just a worrying little thought for you all there. And finally, Marvel. We went into some entertainment news, something we haven't done in a while. Um, advice from the director Matthew Vaughn for, Vi- for Marvel. Make less films. Focus on quality. And I think we can all agree on that. Then we moved into today's unpopular opinion, which was... It's preferable for companies to take and sell your data rather than endure the endless parade of advertisements. Mm. All right, let's see what um, let's see what you guys were saying in the chat. I got a lot of messages on Instagram as well with regards to this topic. Let's see. Um, they are intertwined, says uh, Pedro. Um, I said that earlier as well. I think they need they need our data to sell ads. True story. And he actually says there, we are finishing each other's sentences because he wrote that as I was saying it. Okay, now, his opinion on the unpopular opinion, he says, I'd say that I don't care if they collect my data. I don't care if they collect my data so that I can get better offers targeting my personal needs Hmm. or my personal profile and preferences. I kind of like that when I release a noisy get this, (laughs) When he releases a noisy fart, the first ad I see on Instagram is for medicine for better digestion. <laughs> Can we get a Probo approved? Come on. <laughs> Probo approved. Okay. True story. Now, I have never searched for... I've, I have said in private to my friend Andrea, I need a backpack to carry around my laptop. My backpack is full of holes... You know, as were my clothes until my five yearly shop recently. My back—I need a new backpack that can carry, so I can carry my laptop around. I have been inundated with adverts from um, one particular company trying to sell me a backpack. I'm going to be honest with you—I kind of find it annoying. I'll be honest, and worrying. I feel like—I feel like I'm being spied on. One thing that you may not know about me is I was um, one of the people responsible for the "You Own the Internet" movement. Um, I was uh, responsible for their social media and content strategy, and that was wow. I want uh, maybe about eight, nine, ten years ago. Um, Me, well, I was um, I was hired by by the by the person in charge of that to um, lead the charge online. Um, and I take internet privacy quite seriously. But the truth of the matter is, internet privacy is a myth. You know, if you've ever posted a photo online, that photo is there forever. Forever. It's cached. You may delete your profile, but that photo is cached somewhere and is accessible somewhere. Hmm. Uh, uh, the bridge here says, Rob, that's true love, like Christabel and the perpendicular pronoun. She, she's referring to the word I. Um, wait uh, wait for AI to develop a sense of smell (laughs) says Decoy then a silent but deadly comes out and Alexa will say you're rotten inside should I make an appointment with a doctor for you (laughs) yeah okay so here we go it is um, a fascinating topic I did get some um, I did get some uh, comments online Laura or Laura I don't know where you're from Um, wrote to us again. She says, I don't love the idea of anyone selling my info, but with a tight budget and kids, I can't be picky. If it means free services or cheaper deals, I might just look um, the other way. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of what we used to endure back in the past, right? Um, Now we have to endure both things. It would sell our data and we would get a relatively ad-free experience. But now, not the case. Now we're inundated by ads. Open any page. If you're watching this show on Twitch, probably you had to endure an ad before I came on the screen. And guess what? I don't get financially remunerated for that ad. Um, Now, I hate adverts. I hate the idea of data sharing. Which one do I prefer? Or data mining. Which one do I prefer? Honestly, I prefer data mining, even though I have been in the past. Um, an advocate, an advocate against um, people sharing, um, or people sharing our data. I would even advocate for if you're going to sell my data, financially, remunerate me, you know, compensate me for for the data that you've stolen or that you've taken. But I find ads com- thoroughly annoying. But as a content creator myself, I understand the importance of advertisements. When you become a partner on YouTube, it is important to you that people watch those adverts. The YouTube embedded adverts, the pre-roll adverts. Pre-roll is an advert that appears before a video. Because you actually get compensated for that ad view. When someone uses adblock, that is them basically enjoying your content for free. And I kind of, that annoys me too. I am so on the fence in this issue. I'm on the fence, guys. I need you guys to make this decision for me. Thank God we released a poll. (laughs) And I have your opinions in front of me. Okay, Riley wrote to us again and said, No way, it's super creepy having companies stalk what I do online. I'd rather sit through a lame advert than have my info sold. Hmm. Diane says, um, the trade-off isn't sim- isn't that simple. Data helps tailor customer experiences, and honest businesses thrive on insights. True story. Like we all assume that our data is only used is only used for adverts, but it's not. Spotify uses our data to better recommend songs to us. You know, um, even though even though it's it's evil. The um, recommendations and the algorithm on Facebook, quite a lot of that data is used to show you or recommend posts to you that you might find interesting to keep you on the platform, even though it kind of it has gone a long way to, um, to fragment society, in my view. It's not only used to sell adverts. Hmm. All right. Um, I got a lot more messages. Um, I guess you guys, um, you guys who wrote to me, are kind of as on the fence as I am. So let's um, let's go to the results of the poll. What do you think, guys? All right. So I made the statement: It's preferable for companies to take and sell our data online than endure ads. Es preferible que las empresas tomen y venden tus datos que soportar uh, anuncios. And you guys said. Seventy-eight percent false there you go. You're in agreement with Instagram having heard the argument Natch for pro and a pro um, for and against Have you changed your opinion? Do you have an opinion on this? No, I agree with the with the crew I I, I think it's yeah, false. Yeah better to watch adverts mm, Yes mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, probably better for the content creators probably better for our our online privacy but is it better for our mental health is it better for our time the time spent we spend on platforms let's not forget we don't live in an ideal world and we don't get to choose between these things as much as you hate data mining Facebook all the big all the big players in this game are mining your data Google Facebook um, Amazon they are all. They're all, um, they're all scraping and selling your data or using your data then to give you ads. There is no choice between these. And I'm wondering, I wonder, Natch, one thing that I, I think I did wrong in, the, in this week's shows is I wonder if I was to do the show about paywalls tomorrow, if we'd get a different answer. Because let's be honest, folks, no one wants to watch ads. No one wants our data scraped and stolen. But when a company, a news company um, puts a paywall, maybe you'd have a different view of um, accessing quality stories for a small cost if it meant that your data wasn't being stolen and you didn't have to enjoy ads. Hmm. Food for thought, guys. All right, on that note, let's go to 100 humans. Vendantustatos or oh, desnivelato for Rob and a Nivelatho for Vero, please. What? Uh Sam's here. I shared for years the mobile with my husband since I got a smartphone, and Google mixed all the data and is really lost about who I am, says Sam. <laughs> uh, the bridge says, Nat sounds more fluent and fluid now." There's been a coffee. <laughs> he's been he's been drinking his coffee throughout the show. And we love him for it. Thank you, Natch. <laughs> um, what am I going, what are we going to do tonight? Sans Natch, guys. And the Pro Show After Dark. 6 p.m. on this channel. What are we going to do? We're, we're always lost without him. Without our North Star. We'll survive. We'll survive. All right, guys. It was a long walk to work um, across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk... I encountered 100 humans and I asked them all a question. Today's question was um, Name the most important thing a couple has to pick out for a wedding. Lo más importante que una pareja debe elegir para su boda. I asked them that question. They gave me their answers. I'm in possession of the top seven answers right now in your job in the audience is to identify the uh, the seven most popular answers. Woo. Okay, we're getting some answers here in the chat. Carajillo, probably. What's carajillo, Natch? It's coffee with alcohol. Ah, yeah, no. Natch is, you know what? One thing I can say about the Natch, 100% professional, man. 100% professional. He has to deal with my drunkenness, not the other way around. <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's see. Um, as always, we'll go to the Oracle for the first insight here. What do you think, Natch? Most important thing. In the place. Mm. The location. location. Location, location, location. Is it there? Um, Sam agrees with you. Location. Is it there? Um, and the Yes, it is. Well done, guys. <laughs> All right, location is there. 10 of 100 humans said location. It is the fourth most popular answer, well done. All right, next. Um, We have Eugene, Vero, both say rings. Rings, EOS. rings. Is it there? Yes, it is, well done. Killing it, guys. You're doing so well. Two answers, two. Um, uh, you've hit the bullseye both times. Ring is there. and yo, um, 24 of 100 humans said rings. And, guys, it's the number one answer. <laughs> I like where Sam's head's at. I like where the way Sam thinks. Sam says alcohol. You've got to choose the booze, yo. <laughs> Everything else is secondary to the alcohol. Is it there? No, it's not. Oh. If we'd have said weddings in Ireland, maybe. (laughs) And even then, there's no choice. Whiskey, isn't it? All right. Um, Alcohol, not there. Good answer. Next one. The dress. The dress, says Sam. Dress. Is the dress there? Vestido. Dress. Did Did both couples choose the dress? Jeez, I can't even be trusted to choose my own clothes, Natch. <laughs> Let alone choose my partners. That's it more of the, the bride's thing, right? Yeah, he's nodding. Alright. So is dress there? Yes, it is. Well done, Sam! <clears throat> 20 of a hundred humans said dress. It is the number two answer. <laughs> I've doodled on the table and left a mark, Natch. Let's blame that on Kyle Miller. <laughs> Dress is there. Second most popular answer. 20 of 100 humans. Next. Guys, you're doing really well. Ravdos says guests. How are you doing? Ravdos joining us in the chat from the United States. Decoy says the guest list. Hmm. Is guest or guest list there? Surprisingly. No, it's not. That seems to me like it'd be almost number one, but it's not there. It's not there. All right, let's continue. So, ooh, here we go, here we go, here we go. You guys are on fire today. You're doing really well. Flowers, says the bridge. Choosing the flowers. Jeez, man. I would not care. Is is plastic, does plastic count? I'll choose those. (laughs) Is flowers there? Yes, it is, well done. (laughs) All right, guys, you're you're doing so well. Sam um, Sam DeCoy Both say Food Is the The food The menu Is the menu there Of course it is Well done guys Jeez Louise You guys Are doing so well Um, Only one Incorrect answer So far Only two Things to identify (laughs) DeCoy Says Open bar I agree. Dude, you know, in Spain you have to, like, literally give them money, right? Do you have to give them money and a gift, or is it one of the two? Uh, only money. Only money, alright. Or only a gift. Okay, well, you know, in that case, I that's good, because then I don't have to think about a gift, you know. So I'm expecting an open bar, right? If you're getting married, you're going to invite me. <laughs> I'll give you some cash but I wanna I wanna drink for free open bar is a challenge it's not a it's it's not a um it's not a plus it's a challenge All right anyway let's see um so we said menu well done guys menu is there Ravdos says the date La fecha the date is the date there Yes it is guys well done Wow. Um, all right, well done. There's only one answer to get. Um, none of you have identified it so far. Vera has a great one here, the bride and groom. Obviously, it's the first thing you pick. Who are you going to get married to? Um, uh, we have the the vows from Sam, um, the photographer from Eugene, the bridesmaid, says Sam, the, God, the best man and bridesmaids, all amazing answers. None of them are there, though. Oh, yeah. The one that you haven't identified <laughs> is almost a sculpture. I wouldn't say it's part of the menu. It's a special tradition. You like to de- take a photo of the couple interacting with this item. <laughs> I'm sure you know where it is. I'm going to uh, I'm going to wait for you to say it. <laughs> it's not the gifts. It's not the gifts. All right. Okay. Vero Ravdos um, all of you guys practically are saying, "Well, let's see what. Let's see if Natch has got it." What do you think, Natch? Cake. It's the cake, well done. <laughs> Sorry, I got excited then and I smacked the table. It's something I tell all the all the other locutorists not to do, and I just did it. There you go. I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> All right, guys, you've done it. Well done, Sam. Here says in my wedding, alcohol finished twice, and we ended up drinking champagne with Red Bull. So it should be on top of the, the on the top of the list. There you go. Advice from Sam. Um, the bridge says Rob, you can tell you're a true Brit. <laughs> you can't be trusted to choose your own dress. No, no, I would rather my um, uh, whoever I'm marrying choose my dress. <laughs> oh, anyway. No, but true story, if I had to get married and I had to go and pick a suit, I'm going to get married in jeans and a t-shirt, the way I live my life. (laughs) Alright, so here we go. I asked a hundred human to name the most important thing a couple has to pick out for the wedding. Lo mas importante que una pareja debe elegir para su boda. In position number... 7! Was menu... Menu, el menu. In position number... 6! Was flowers, los flores. In position number... Five! The date, la fecha, obviously. In position number... Four! We had the location, el lugar. In position number... Three! La tarta, the cake. In position number... Two! We had vestido, the dress. And with 24 of 100 humans, in position number... One! Well done to all you guys, it was rings! You're on fire today, guys. Let's see if you can continue your success in today's Complete the News. Complete the News! All right, my friends. It's time for Complete the News. I'm going to give you a real-life news story. This time from the the, um, immensely um, popular scientific journal, New Scientist. Hmm. So today I'm going to give you a real headline from New Scientist, but I'm going to leave out some important information. Your job in the audience is identify the information that is missing using the options I give you. There are a lot of you interacting, um, uh, watching the show live, but not many of you interacting. If you're one of those people, this is your moment, because all you have to write is A, B, or C. Okay. Here we go. Blank caught breaking Newton's third law of motion. Blank caught breaking Newton's third law of motion. Is the answer A, magician, mago? Is it B, a robot? A robot. Is a robot broken Newton's third law of motion? Robot. Or is it C, a sperm cell or sperm cells? Are they breaking Newton's third law of motion? Hmm. Okay, blank caught breaking. Infringiendo breaking? Yeah. What? Será posible. Vaya nivelazo. Killing it. (laughs) la tercera ley de movimiento de newton what is it a a magician a mago b a robot or c a sperm cell i have no idea how to say that in spanish it's here espermatozoide oh! oh! <laughs> thank you thank you translation elf i will give you an extra 3 seconds of sunlight today <laughs> all right let's see what people said someone said v <laughs> There were only three options, friends. Okay, everyone. Oh, what do you think it is, Natch? Is that magician? C. Oh, C. Yes, you you it's think C. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everyone in the chat agrees unanimously. <laughs> they say it's sperm cells. Let's see if they're right. It is C. Well done, guys. Sperm cells caught breaking. Newton's third law of motion. Some biological cells, including human sperm cells and certain microorganisms, exhibit an unique swimming behavior that seemingly violates Newton's third law of motion, which states that for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction. Hmm. Um, these cells are able to move by deforming their bodies in a way that doesn't adhere to the expected reciprocal motion seen in other entities. This peculiar motion is attributed to their unusual elastic properties. Understanding this phenomenon not only sheds light on the mechanics of these biological cells, but also opens avenues for creating innovative tiny robots that can mimic this law-defying movement. Fascinating! As always, guys, all the links to all the new stories that I used in today's show are there for my supporters on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. Please don't forget that tonight at 6 p.m. Central European time, we'll have a very special show that won't be aired on the radio. No, tomorrow on the radio, you're listening to a repeat. So either A, find out where you can download the podcast or B, join us there on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. Friends, so many things you could have been doing this morning. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me in the natch and it means the world. I will see you tonight.